Hi, everybody, and welcome back to We Run on Coffee with Marissa and Erica. And this week, it's yet another book club. But Ooh. before we get into it, tell me what you're looking forward to, Erica, and tell me okay. what you're drinking. And if you guys know, we have this double recording schedule, so you're probably just drinking water now, if I could guess. Yes, I'm drinking water and the remainder of my apple cider from Trader Joe's that I do not recommend. <laughs> but it's fine. I'm just going to drink the rest, a little spice cider. Um, yes. And yeah, so... I have, I think, just two things written down of what I'm looking forward to this week or well, in the coming weeks, but I'm going to check my calendar just to make sure. So the first thing I know is that this upcoming weekend, we are going to the pumpkin patch. I'm so Yay. excited. Classic fall move. Love yeah. going to the pumpkin patch. I've gone to the same one every year since I've lived in Columbus and I'm going to go there because I really like it. It's a really big of one. Course. There's lots of pumpkins, shopping, kids stuff, donuts, like the whole shebang. And yeah. it's so cute and free to just go mm-hmm. as it should be. I hate As ones it that should charge. Be. Yeah. Yeah. They do charge for the kids area, but I asked my friend because my friend Cree and her daughter are coming, who I talk about a lot now because she's been visiting me quite a lot, which is awesome. But her and her daughter Willow are coming and I was like, Willow's two. Is she going to like cry if she sees there's other kids playing and we're not going in there? Because it's, like, yeah. it's like $11 a person to go in, even if you're not the kid. Even if you're yeah. not going to play and you're just going to watch them, $11 a person. Oh, that's annoying. Yeah. Like, because the, they need the a adults. guardian. <laughs> like, yeah. Literally. And kids under two are free. So it's like, okay, we can, we're not going to pay like, I don't know, over $30 for all of us to just go in there and yeah. watch her play. It's kind of sucks. so weird. But Cree said that she's pretty good and she probably won't cry or even be annoyed. She'll be happy with what's there. Yeah. So that's cute. She'll just, she'll just be distracted by what's in front of her. And she can, yeah. And she can see the animals from outside just like they'll come up to the fence and stuff. So it's yeah. going to be so cute. We did the apple orchard with them and it was just fun to see Willow do everything and take pictures. So yeah. Looking forward to that. And then I only have one other thing because my weeks are pretty normal, I guess. <laughs> um, but the weekend after that, I am very excited, which um, this is kind of like a last minute random thing. But my mom was like, you should come visit us because our cousins are also coming to visit, which is actually kind of up in the air. You guys don't care. Don't need my life story. <laughs> but um, my cousins, um, my mom's cousins, daughters are in high school. Uh and they play soccer. So basically, if they make it into their tournaments, they're not coming to visit. And if they yeah. do not make it into tournaments, then they will come and visit. And we can't know till last minute. But me and Angela are going to go either way. And if they come, we're going to hang out with our whole family, which is super fun because they're fun people. And if they don't come, me and Angela are going to detail my parents' cars because every year for Mother's Day and Father's Day, we give our parents a car detail. We haven't done them yet this year and it's September. So we have to get these on the books and it takes a very long time for us to do it. So that's the plan. And then Angelo's really excited because he's going skeet shooting with my family. So he's excited to do that. And I'm like, okay, cool. I'll hang out with my mom and we'll go shopping. So yeah, it'll be a fun time. And those are my two weekend plans coming up. So I'm really excited. What about you? Okay. So I am also just finishing up my coffee from the last episode and drinking water. But I am super excited because on Saturday morning, super, well, on Friday night, I'm having a sleepover with Owen and Mara. That's fun. Because on Saturday, super early, I'm getting on a plane to go to Chicago for literally 24 hours. That's (laughs) crazy. It's going to be a lot. I'm flying out. I think our flight leaves at like six in the morning. We'll get into the city around eight and... Yeah, I think around eight. And then the retreat starts at 10 a.m. So we're just going to like metro over to like where the retreat's being held. Maybe get some coffee when we get there. And I'm flying with two other girls that live in this area. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then we're staying in a hotel that night and then flying out around 5 p.m. on the next day. So that'll be October 
first, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's going to be super fun. Kyle's doing his bachelor party next weekend no while way. I'm gone. Yeah. So on Thursday night or Thursday evening, Kyle's brother-in-law, Caden, is flying in and staying with us that night. That's so fun. And that's Kyle's birthday. So yeah. I we're... We're going to Metro to go and pick him up from the airport because we have to teach him how like the Metro works and everything because he's going to be leaving on Monday while we're both at work. Mm. So Mm. I think that the best way we're going to do it is we're going to go Metro to pick him up and then we're going to go to dinner for Kyle's birthday. And then we have volleyball that night. That sounds so fun and wholesome. I want to hang out with you guys. I'm sad. I'm so excited. That's so fun. So soon until we get to see you. I know. And then where's his bachelor party in D.C.? Like where you guys are? No, it's, well, kind of. It's in Maryland at this really cool casino. It's like a resort. And it's overlooking like a mountain and like a river. And then they have a golf course on site. Mm -hmm. It's He said it's pretty expensive to golf there, but it's way more worth it to just golf on site rather than drive like 45 minutes to another golf course. Yeah. Oh, that's really fun. Yeah, they're going to drive up on Thursday. Nope, on Friday. (laughs) And then they're coming back on Sunday. So it's like two nights. Wow, that sounds awesome. Okay, hence the sleepover. I was going to ask. Okay, all makes sense. And... And it's so much more worth it because Owen's driving me to the airport. So okay, that's so it nice. just it doesn't make sense because she lives about 15 minutes north of me closer to the airport. Oh, so nice. I was like, just follow me home on Friday and then we can like yeah. pack everything up and then go. Oh, that's so nice. Oh, my yeah. gosh. That's really exciting. OK, I'm excited for Kyle, too. That's yeah, fun. I'm so excited. This is going to be like a really great weekend and we're both going to be so busy. So sometimes like when I go and do something for a weekend or when he goes and does something for mm-hmm. a weekend, it's hard for us to like communicate with each other. But yeah. I know it's going to be easy because like we're both going to be like running around yeah. like crazy. And, and like, you guys live fun. together now. So it's like you yeah. just come home and it'll be there. Like it's yeah. so nice. Oh, yes. so fun. Yeah, and then the weekend after that is when we get our new love seat. So if you listen to the last episode, we are getting a love seat, which I'm super excited about. And I can't wait because I'm sick and tired of my stupid little chair (laughs) that is not comfortable. (laughs) Oh my God, that's funny. I know. And then that's, this is the last episode that I'm recording. No, it's not. We're recording that weekend. I'm silly. We're recording We're again close. that weekend. But then that's the last episode I'm in for a minute because I'm going to be gone. Yeah, we have so much going down, you guys. So stay tuned. Um, follow at We Run on Coffee on Instagram yes. to stay tuned with our scheduling updates. They will all be there for you. Yeah. And when you're listening to this episode, I'm a married woman. It's oh, so weird. I'm ah! so excited. Isn't that so crazy? That's so crazy. And I'm pumped. Like, I cannot wait. I know. I can't wait either. And I've got like all my PTO in. So I'm it's taking official. like the day before the wedding off, obviously, because I need to come down like Thursday night for like rehearsal dinner and stuff on Friday and set up. And then the week after I have Monday and Friday off. So hopefully I can like get Eek. everything unpacked and then repacked for the honeymoon. Oh my gosh. And then time to jet set all the way to Rome. Dang, dude, that's going to be so awesome. I know Can't we got wait. a new Airbnb, which I think I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you didn't say. And I haven't been scammed yet, so nice. I think it's good. Well, I think sign. it's good. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm just hoping for the best, honestly. And yeah. then it's time for the honeymoon, and I'm oh so God. excited. It's Yesterday, when we were buying the couch, the woman that was like checking us out, she was talking about like. She just went on a cruise and stuff and she was like, make sure you get the Wi-Fi package. And I was like, I literally don't want Wi-Fi on the cruise. I don't know what you're talking about. Like, I would rather throw my phone into the sea. (laughs) Like, I literally, 
I'm going to put my phone in the safe in the room and then not look at yep. it until the end of the 10 days. Like, I don't, don't care. Text. Don't text yeah. on vacation. Literally. That. That's going to be so awesome. I know. But that's really it, I think. Wow. Like, things are starting to wind down, which sounds crazy. But, like, planning's done. We've gotten a lot of decorations in the mail. Fun. And I am so excited to see everything come together because Same. it's looking good and I'm excited for you to see it because yes. normally I feel like I'm the person like asking you for advice on like design things mm-hmm. and I haven't asked you a single thing I know it's so crazy I'm like let me know if you need help or anything I'm here I know. but I'm excited but to see everything can't wait for the rehearsal can't wait for the wedding I know I can't wait for you to come to the rehearsal because it's all going to be set up by the time you get there so <sighs> you can be so like, cool. get a little sneak peek I'll walk you around True. the venue <gasps> shut up oh I'm so excited yeah and you know how I told you that the photographer was like only coming from one to nine, like the yeah. day of the wedding. Mm-hmm. She said that she's driving down the night before now. So I re- invited her to the rehearsal dinner nice. and she said they're going to take photos of like scenery and stuff that night and like look around the cute. venue. And yeah. I was like, that's perfect because that's then so you'll cute. know. And I was Where like, we go, can even like, do. she said that they'll come like probably around like 630, like five or 630 or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, we can like step aside for like 30 minutes and walk with you around the venue to like find places for intimate photos. Right. And, like figure out what would be best especially with setting up the like actual like altar or the right whatever the, the arbor or whatever it's called know. yeah so that'll be like good just like getting that all like staged I guess Aww. with her because she's gonna like have the eye for know it what to and do. stuff you know yeah that's really really exciting I oh my know. gosh and I'm hoping that because I sent her like the photo timeline and stuff yeah and I said from like 12 to 1 we're like gonna take photos of us getting ready but she's not gonna be there like I was just gonna have my friends like take photos like while we're yeah. getting ready and I hope that since she's staying there the night before she'll she see might that just come and then yeah. just be there early <laughs> yeah that would be super nice I know oh that's gonna be so so cute I know I can't wow. wait I can't believe it I it's know. really close it's just not it's unbelievable I know I can't believe <laughs> it like it feels so like surreal still like it doesn't feel real <laughs> yeah you've only been waiting nine years or whatever literally (laughs) when you're listening to this episode kyle and i will have been together exactly nine years that's insane you guys hats Ah! off to that that is i can't wait okay yeah but you're like almost six so very close to six so we're not far behind crazy i know crazy we've been in the family like a long ass time and we're just now like bestie girls I know it's crazy. Guys, I at the beginning, the first time, like, I, was, I had met you, I thought yes. that you hated me. I was literally so scared of Marissa at the beginning, you guys, because I was like, she looks like a badass. Like, I'm kind of scared uh, of her. Whatever. And now we're like, okay, like we love just hanging out. And so in reality, when you met me, I was like 16 years old and scared literally. of everybody. And and so cute and nice though. Like, I'm I was like scared of you because I was just like, oh my gosh, like she wears black and she looks cool and like you know tattoos. <laughs> I'm like, I thought you looked cool. Black? Yes, it's so you. That's who you are. It's your personality. I know I wore all white pajamas to bed last night and then I woke up and like got ready and Kyle saw me like walking around after I had gotten ready yeah he was like you wear all white to sleep but all black during the day I said shut up you're like this is who I am you should know by now (laughs) I know I want to wear a white crop top today which I'm going to but I'm getting my hair done so I don't want to like ruin the white shirt so I'm wearing the black one for now I only wear my worst clothes when I get my hair done just in case because yeah. you never want your like favorite shirt to get ruined by your hairdresser. I know. And, I love this ugh. shirt, but it's going to, the last time, I feel like I've gone to some hairdressers and like they just like slosh the like yes, dye all the over worst. the place. But she was super precise and careful. Good. So I like As her. As she should be. 
Yeah, I, know. I hate when yeah when they're messy. I'm like, you're gonna get on my shoes. You're gonna ruin all my clothes. Like, I'm Literally. not paying you for that. No, what the hell? And we know with bleach, our hair appointments are at least two hundred dollars like every time. Uh-huh. So I know. Oh, that was my update. So I said it was cheaper than ever to get my hair done yesterday. It was one. Did it finally? Yeah, was it finally under two hundred dollars? One fifty, and I was like, I'm happy with that. I didn't get a haircut or anything though. Like I told her I want to grow it out. She's like, What inspired you? Because I feel like you were a short hair girly all summer. And I was like, I just like being able to put it in a pony and it's not falling out. Yeah. Like, at this point, it's just because it's an annoyance. So going yeah. for the long hair gang, like Marissa. I know. I. I'm not cutting my hair like a bunch this time. I just wanted yeah. to like even it out and stuff yeah. just so it looks good when it's like curled because I have layers, but I always feel like my hair grows uneven and I just want her to make sure that like the layers match and I'm pretty sure yeah. one side of my hair is longer than the other <laughs> and I don't really know how to fix that. <laughs> right. So you're but, doing your hair down for the wedding, right? Yeah. So yeah. I'm just, I have a little hair piece and I oh, sent cute. a video to my friend. We're just going to curl it and then we're going to use the like hair piece to like braid into my hair oh cute and it'll start on like one side and it'll be like a headband kind of or like uh-huh. a, like like a crown a halo kind of yeah. yeah 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 like the braid crown thing okay that's so yeah. cute i'm excited i am too but i think i have to do a little bit more of a side part for that which oh, i'm fine yeah. with but mm-hmm. we'll see yeah Oh I need God. to go makeup shopping because she got Ooh, me an Ulta fun. gift card at the oh, bridal that's shower. Right. That was so and cute. I need to go and buy the makeup because I need to yeah. practice before like she does it. For so sure. I like kind of know it looks good. But that was such a good gift, by the way. So shout I know. out. That was, was that Hunter? Yeah. Yeah. That was a really She's nice the one gift. doing my hair and makeup for the wedding. So shout yeah. out Hunter. Nice meeting you. By shout the way. out Hunter. <laughs> She's so, she was sweet. so sweet. Yeah. I know. Okay. Oh gosh. Okay. Are you Let's ready? Let's get started. I'm so ready. So excited. Okay, so we are doing the book club for Five Total Strangers by Natalie D. Richards. So I feel like we usually start this with just like the summary, but I kind of want to start with your rating Go first. For it. Okay, yeah, I did see your rating on Goodreads. I wish I didn't, but it came up in my email. I know. I was I like, know. frick, it emailed me, but um, it's okay. Um, Yeah, so I'll start with my rating and do you want me to give a reasoning or do you want me to wait until later to do that? Give me a reasoning, I think. Okay. So I am going to give this star, um, this star. I'm going to give this book out of five stars because that's what you rate on Goodreads, a four. So okay. I, the only thing that would have made it a five for me or my reasoning is that I felt like at some points the writing was a little like cheesy. I almost yeah. felt like this is a little silly. I'm like, okay. Like some of the writing was just a little bit immature or like cheesy but the storyline itself was strong like I felt like it was really good and captivating like I if you guys don't know I read the book in like two or three sittings I think like two or three days and so I did keep wanting to know what happened keep kept wanting to know what was going to happen geez but um yeah at some points I was like this is written like by a 16 year old and then at other points I didn't feel like that so it was just a little bit off for me in that way well otherwise it was good the reason that you think that it was a little cheesy is because it's technically a young adult thriller. Okay. That would make sense. It's Yeah. It's technically a YA thriller novel. Uh-huh, so uh-huh. it's meant to read for people like in, I us. guess, high school <laughs> or a little bit younger than us. Yeah. But I kind of... I kind of like YA fiction because sometimes like it's just a little bit easier to like comprehend, I think. Yeah, I feel like I usually do, but I was just like for a thriller, I wanted it to be a little bit more like, I don't know the word. Yeah. But I liked it. Like I was very captivated. So like four out of five and we'll read this on book clubs, you guys. So if you haven't really fast, I have to shout this out. Join us. Join our book club officially on bookclubs.com. 
I think we have one member right now. Maybe we have more. Um, but you don't have to do anything and you don't even have to commit to reading the books, but you can just see what we're reading and when we're reading it and that kind of thing. And it's really fun. So I would recommend that. And on that, it's out of 10 stars. So I think I'll probably give it an eight. Yeah, I think I'll give it probably an eight out of 10 stars as well. I rounded it. I uh, I can't read i rated it a four and a half and i rounded up on goodreads to a five i said it was a really crazy story completely didn't predict the ending however i think that it was a little bit drug out like i think that it could have been a little bit more concise i I appreciated all of like the scenery and like the symbolism and kind of stuff that she used in the book. But I think that it could have been a little bit quicker. Mm-hmm. I think I agree with that too. And that might've been half of my annoyance. And maybe that's uh, what I'm saying in different words, but I was just like, okay, we get it. Like it's, we don't, what's this mean? I don't yeah. know. I don't know either. I don't know yeah. either. Like every character being like, I don't know. That's so weird. That's so weird. Yeah. <laughs> so and I was like, like, okay, it's a little, it's a little drawn out. Yeah. I think that even if she would have like gotten to the point of like, who who done it basically mm-hmm. it w- like if she would have gotten to that a little bit earlier we could have seen a little bit more of the aftermath, aftermath. i would have liked but that we, but we just finished with mira like at the end being like well that happened that's what <laughs> happened yep and that's the end yeah yep i don't know i completely I think agree with you that's my one of my biggest grievances the other one this is a question later on and i guess Actually, I'll talk about that after I summarize the book and read the spoilers because I think that it's going to be a little confusing if people don't know what we're talking about first. Okay, really quick shout out to Lacey. We have a new member of the book club and I love shouting them out when we have them. So I don't know if you saw that already or not, but I did not. So we have Callie and Lacey. I'll try to show you their last names if I can. Maybe I'll text it to you if you know who it is. I don't, but shout out. I don't know either of those people. I know one, but that is so exciting. So thanks for joining you guys and let's dive in. Okay, so I'm going to read the summary. Big spoiler cool. alert. This is from Super spoiler Summary. Alert. And I also just going to cite my sources. It's very limited because okay. I was yeah, telling Erica I I could not find any book That's crazy. questions I on this. I thought this was maybe a little popular, but maybe it's not. I don't know. I think the book itself is popular, but I think that book club-esque, not very much because it's more used as like a high school read, which makes sense. Like people read it in like high school classes. Interesting. But I did find one PDF online from Sarasota County Library, and it was a discussion guide on this book. And I used some of their questions and I kind of reworded some of them to kind of get to the points that I wanted to get to with the book club and then I also added some questions myself so that's my only two but here is the summary from super summary and as you know from the past ones we always use this and it's super detailed so I have no idea how long this is going to take but it's a pretty big summary (laughs) lol Okay, so Mira, the main character, is flying home from California to Pennsylvania to spend the Christmas holiday with her mother. On the flight, she meets a young woman named Harper. As they arrive in Newark, New Jersey, Mira discovers that nearly all flights, including her own, have been canceled due to an impending snowstorm. Goodness gracious. (laughs) Harper says that she's going to rent a car and offers Mira a ride, but Mira turns her down. Mira calls her stepfather and learns that her mother and stepfather have separated, meaning Mira's mother will be alone on the upcoming anniversary of the death of Aunt Phoebe, Mira's mother's twin sister. Mira doubles down on her efforts to get home. Mira finds Harper and discovers that Harper has agreed to give rides to three other college-age students who are also stranded, Brecken, Josh, and Kayla. 
Harper is thrilled when Mira decides to join them. The five of them stow their things in the back of Harper's rented SUV and head out. Not far from the airport, they begin hitting patches of black ice, rattling Harper's nerves. Not long after that, the windshield freezes, making it difficult to see the road. Harper decides to pull over at a gas station. The first anonymous letter, so I guess I should have prefaced this, the book kind of bounces back and forth between real-time things, and then I think there's four or five anonymous letters Mm -hmm. that pop up in the book, and I guess that's kind of trying to get you to figure out who the stranger in the car is that is not good (laughs) it's like a little bit like violent i would guess which by the way i did not realize that's what the letters were like i understood that the letters were like potentially a stalker or something of that sort but i was like oh it's an outsider like i did not put together that that maybe it was someone in the car or not until like much much later so if you guys haven't read this book the letters are not like they're not something that the main character knows about in real time they're from Correct. the future, if you will. Yes. So as you're reading it, you have to decipher without getting any insight from the story, really. Yeah. And you try and figure out like who is writing the letters like throughout the story. Yeah. Okay. So the first anonymous letter from Mira's stalker des- details the first time the stalker saw Mira in the hospital and how the stalker bought her a cup of coffee at the gas station. So now we're going back to real time. They mm-hmm. had just put up to the gas station when Harper decided to stop. At the gas station, Mira sees a man in a yellow hat who gives her an odd feeling. The man smells like the hospital where Aunt Phoebe died. Back on the road, Brecken drives and suggests that they use a different highway, a major truck route through the mountains, because he believes that those roads would be better maintained during the snowstorm. However, Mira argues that there will be more snow up there, it'll be treacherous, but he decides to do it anyways. As they travel to higher elevations, of course, they come to downward slopes that end at an icy bridge. They start sliding all over the place, and they almost end up in an accident. They barely make it out without being hit. Another anonymous letter shows that the writer moved to California and happened to run into Mira at an art gallery. So now it starts to think like, okay, this is a little bit closer to home. Mm-hmm. She's the le- yeah, it's like, who'd she see? What art gallery? Like, what? what's going on? We're yes. questioning. The letter writer secretly got Mira's address without speaking to her. Brecken drives the SUV to a gas station where Mira and the others get out to stretch their legs, get some snacks, and fill up on gas. Mira's not feeling well, so she looks around for, like, car sickness. She's looking for Dramamine in the gas station. She observes Harper and Brecken speaking closely to one another and Josh speaking with Kayla. So Mira starts to kind of feel like an outsider, but she gets her purchases and she goes back out to the car. While they were at the gas station, they realized that Harper has lost her wallet and she cannot pay for gas. The five of them search the SUV and the gas station for the lost wallet with no luck. Brecken makes the decision to drive away from the gas station without paying, and the owner of the gas station and his son follows them, but the group hides in a campground off of a side road. So they ran away from the gas station. That part was and creeping me out a bit. Got I know, say. and this this is where the book starts to get real crazy. <laughs> So, at the campground, Mira realizes that her phone is missing. They search the SUV again, but they are unable to find it. And then another letter is included here saying that Mira, telling Mira that the writer knows she feels the same way and that she should reach out. So, the stalker is saying, like, I know that you feel the Mm -hmm. same way about me, Mira. You need to, like, show me, basically. Mm -hmm. Stop hiding. Like, I know that you really feel the same way. Yes. So after they hide out for a little bit, Harper resumes driving and drives the SUV into a snowbank. So while Brecken and Harper dig the car out, Mira borrows Brecken's phone to call her father in California. 
Mira's father assures her that her mother is fine despite the separation from her husband. So her dad knew about this the whole time, even though the, her parents are separated. Mira promises to stay in contact with her father via Brecken's phone. Back in the car, Mira shows her power co- shares her power cord with the others so that they can charge their phones. However, it doesn't work. <laughs> Harper and the others realize the best way to get to Pennsylvania is to go back the way that they came. So they cautiously drive past the gas station and are relieved to see that it's closed. They drive on and realize that not only are Harper's wallet and Mira's phone missing, but Josh's book is gone as well. And it's a big like theme in the book at the beginning that Josh is like always reading this big fat book. I don't really know. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just laughing because this character is so interesting. <laughs> yeah it's like, so, so odd. weird yeah it's like okay my book my book is my gone. book <laughs> brecken demands that they pull over and search for search through all of the bags so brecken wants to figure out who is stealing all of the stuff so they find josh's book in brecken's bag but they don't find any of the other missing items so it just increases suspicions among the group and then another letter is inserted here, accusing Mira of ignoring the writer and includes a disturbing painting expressing the letter's writer's desire to get close to Mira. So that's when it starts to feel a little bit more like malevolent, I guess, not just like a spirit. Not what am I saying? A stalker, <laughs> a but more. I don't know what I'm saying, but more like, OK, they're getting closer. They kind of want to hurt me. Mm -hmm. so a short time later the group stops for a restroom break and they park to where mira is surprised to see the man in the yellow hat again as mira and the others prepare to leave the gas station owner and his son Corey show up so when they drove back past that gas station it wasn't just closed Corey and his like dad the gas station owner were trying to find them hence why it was closed they were out to get them So the owner confronts Brecken and they argue. Brecken gets into the SUV and attempts to flee. And Josh and he take control of the wheel together, running down the sun quarry. So afraid that the gas station owner has a gun, they flee and run over Corey again. (laughs) Literally. Literally run over. You heard that. Yes. Josh and Brecken argue who is responsible for running over Corey. And Harper insists that they stop at a bar to call the police. And insert another anonymous letter. The writer ramps up the disturbing message saying that they know Mira is only in high school, but they cannot wait much longer to be together. What's so key when the, is that she is in high school, but they don't know that. They do I mean, not know that. The writer knows that, obviously, because they wrote it in the letter. But the other people think that she's the same age as them and that they're all like college age. So I feel like that is a note. Yes. So now the group stops at a bar and they see the man in the yellow hat again. <laughs> I don't know why he is such a big part of this, but yeah. we'll get to that later. And the man in the they, yellow hat. Oh my God. It sounds like Curious George. Yeah. The I saw a bunch of things hat. saying that. I didn't realize that. But Josh pulls Mira aside as they discuss Brecken's behavior. So he and Harper seem to have a connection, Brecken and Harper, and that doesn't make sense because they're all supposed to be strangers. And then Mira pulls Kayla aside, another one of the characters, and asks about a medical alert bracelet on her wrist because Kayla's been acting out of it the whole time. And then she goes on to just say that it's her brother's and he passed away about a year ago, so she wears it in his memory. So then the bar owner tells them to leave. They're closing up. And so they decide that they have to go back out to the car. And the man in the yellow hat at the bar asks to hitchhike with them, but they refuse (laughs) and they run off. 
And at this point, another anonymous letter reveals that the letters have not been going to have been going to the wrong address and the writer knows Mira has not received them. They say that she that they know she is going home for Christmas and will surprise her on her trip. So now they're getting a little bit closer to home. So the group continues on getting increasingly frightened and arguing further about who is responsible for the various difficulties that have occurred. So all of the missing items, the car going on the bad route, all of those things. And yet again, another anonymous letter describes the vengeance that the writer wants to take on Mira for not noticing them in the airport. So again, closer and closer. These letters also are dated in the book and you can see that the timestamps getting closer and closer. And this one was dated the day that they started the road trip. So getting super close. They begin driving down a country road and Harper drives into a ditch, getting the car stuck. Mira wanders off and sees lights from nearby houses. She volunteers to hike down to the houses and gets her gloves for the bag from her bag so that she's warm on her trek. When she opens the bag, she finds an envelope filled with the missing items and the stack of letters. So this is what Erica was saying that they she's they're being written in real time, but she's reading Mm. them in the future. She takes a brief look at the letters, realizing they are written by a stalker who means to take her away into the mountains, which they are in currently. Right. <laughs> Convinced that the letters are from Brecken, Mira gathers Kayla and Josh, insisting that they have to get away as quickly as possible. Since Josh is on crutches, I feel like this should have been mentioned earlier. Literally. He is on crutches. The whole journey, he's on crutches. Yes. Mira and Kayla decide to hike to the houses. However, on the way down the hill, Kayla strikes Mira and returns to the top of the hill, where Mira observes Josh giving pills to Kayla and understands that they have been working together. So this whole time that Kayla has been acting ill, she has been getting fed pills from Josh to increase her addiction and like get Josh to make her work with Mm -hmm. him. He was basically like depriving her of her pills because she's a drug addict. And then he was giving them to her like as a reward system for helping him with this sick plan. So Josh attacks Mira, accusing her of disrespecting the connection he maintains that they share. The fight, they fight and Josh injures Mira with a knife, but she manages to get the knife and stab him. She rushes back to the car to tell Harper and Brecken, but they don't believe her. Brecken retrieves the letters while Harper holds Mira at bay with a shovel, <laughs> literally like holding it over her head. Mm. But Brecken returns and hits Josh with the shovel because the letters have convinced him that he is the bad guy. They are then rescued when the man in the yellow hat and the driver who ultimately gave him a ride passes by and helps. And then the book ends with Mara spe- Mira spending a night in the hospital, surprised to find that her mother is not lost in her grief. Mira's mother convinces M- Mira that she is the one struggling with her grief, and that is why she didn't trust her instincts when it came to Josh Harper and the man in the yellow hat. Wow. That was a big summary, but I feel like it was all needed because the book was a lot of twists and That was like a good summary. Like, shout out to Super Summary. I feel like it's really good. We always use it, but it it really gives the details that you guys need if you haven't read the book yet. Yes. So. Wow. I am going to say that my other biggest gripe is the man in the yellow hat. I have no idea Mm -hmm. why he was included in the book. Yeah. And we never got answers, I feel like, on that. I don't know. Yeah. I think that it was mostly given because... It was like a personal, like a personalization of Mira's grief. Like it's mm-hmm. following her around, mm-hmm. and it's making her, I guess, 
Yeah, and she smells the hospital. And yeah, she's, she's sm- like, yeah. She's not trusting her instincts, but then mm-hmm. at the end, her grief rescues her and like takes her to her mother. Yeah. I just knocked the straw out of my coffee. Oh, oh at least it's it didn't okay. fall over. Yes. Phew. I also feel like something we didn't get answers on, and you can tell me if I'm wrong because I did read the, finish this a little while ago, but I feel like we never really got an answer on Harper and Brecken and why yeah. they were so close or like how this relationship, because like I, they kept talking about that in the book and I was like, yeah, I agree. They are talking in, in a weird yeah. way for like just ha- having just met. I feel like we didn't really get an answer on that. Yeah, it was very odd to me. I don't think we really got an answer either. Yeah, I think it's just a random thing. Yeah, I think like. And it was really odd to me that Harper was, like, acting like this motherly figure mm-hmm. over... Okay, we're going to get into it because yeah, that's literally let's go. the second question. Let's go. But <laughs> the first question is, what does the extreme weather add to the narrative and how does it help and hinder Mira? Mm, I feel like the extreme weather gives the story just the eerie feel that it needs. Yeah. Like, that being in a snowstorm, it's, like... Actually, I had a hard time imagining them driving during the day, but I think a lot of it was because it didn't yeah. start to talk about the surroundings or like the daylight until the middle slash end of the book. But the whole time I was picturing it being snowy, dark, creepy. If we crash, no one's going to find us and we'll all die and no one will ever know like that kind of vibe. So I feel like that gave the story like the creepiness that it needed. And also, I don't know about you, but with it being set like through Pennsylvania, that helps because like we're Midwestern girly so I feel like that helps us picture it and like it seems more realistic um I don't know how it helps and hurts Mira I guess I don't have an answer for that but like just in general it gave the vibes yeah I agree I think that the extreme weather so this is like the the type of book that this is is technically a closed room thriller Mm -hmm. so all of it happens in one room it's not like they're running around trying to get away from like a murderer which I found that out in like my research of finding like Mm -hmm. the summary and stuff and I liked having that description behind yeah that's nice it is but I think that the extreme weather it just like it helps build the suspense but it also kind of isolates everybody as well that's true and I think that that's helpful because it's supposed to be like Josh being the stalker and everything mm-hmm. and having everybody be isolated and only those ones being the characters. Yeah. It's so hard to picture anybody else on the outside being somebody that's like Involved. hurting Mira. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It's almost like keeping the story contained. Yes. Yeah. I like that. And I also don't really know how it helps or hinders Mira. I think like yeah, I don't it know. just makes her more anxious. If anything. Yeah. And it makes everybody more anxious, more on edge. It's like every time the car moves a little, everyone's like, oh, my God. Yeah, literally. OK, so now we'll talk about the characters. And I think okay. that this is really important because everybody kind of had their role. So right. what were your first impressions about each of the characters and how did your impressions change as the book unfolds so okay. I think we should just start with Mira the main okay. character mm-hmm. so we can start and like share our opinions on each character as we go down mm-hmm. okay okay let's we'll start with Mira I feel like first of all we find out that Mira's in high school as as it starts and she like lives with her dad in California but her mom lives in Pennsylvania or somewhere else I don't Pennsylvania know. she lives in Pennsylvania and so she's trying to go visit her whatever blah 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 wait they didn't Oh, it was a connecting flight. Okay, I was going to say, yes, I didn't drive yes. from California to Pennsylvania. No, that, no, okay. no, no, Got it. Sorry. So yeah, Mira, we find out she's in high school, but she's like also an artist. She's like in a special art school. She talks to her seatmate on the plane, which is Harper, and they connect about art. And Harper's like, you should transfer to my college. And she's like, oh, this girl thinks I'm in college. I'm going to let her. And so she just kind of lets everybody think what they want to think about her. So in general, I feel like I like her in the beginning. I think we're supposed to relate to her. I feel like I did. It was yeah. just giving... 
I don't know, just like high school girl doing what she can do. But um, I don't know. I just didn't really have a lot of strong feelings about her. I felt like she was just, I don't want to call her wishy-washy, but almost just like a neutrally wishy-washy kind of character. Like she didn't have anything super strong in her role she was almost like maybe she has the strongest moral compass <laughs> like she yeah. seemed like she wanted to morally do the right thing which i relate to but otherwise i didn't have strong feelings about mira i i liked yeah. her but she was just fine yeah at the beginning i felt like she was being a little bit weird like mm-hmm. on the flight and like talking to harper and stuff yeah. and like she was being like evasive and i didn't like that but like she was I agree with what you're saying like she had the strongest moral compass she was trying to make sure that they made the right decision yes. for the group she's like let's and, not steal let's not whatever kill yeah and <laughs> I think that that was a good thing for like the book because everybody else had like super decisive personalities yes. on what to do and agree. she was more like what would be best for the group I think mm-hmm. that this is the best thing but you guys can help me decide yep. and like that Even though she was lying to her parents, she was still kind of like trying to keep them in the loop. And like, yes. do, she seemed like she was trying to do the right thing as much as you can when you're in high school, surrounded by college kids, trying to f- seem cool and like get home yes. alive, that kind of thing. Agree. So let's move on to Harper. So talk about what you thought at the beginning of the book and how you changed. It's actually really funny. I thought she was really annoying at the beginning of the book. Yeah. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah. this girl's annoying on the plane. I'm like, she's annoying. She's weird. Why is she talking to her? And then she like invites five strangers to get in a car together. I'm like, this girl's yeah. annoying, dumb, naive. That's what I got at the beginning. Yeah. And then towards the middle, I was like, okay, I guess she's okay, but I still don't understand her. She had like her own shit going on that they didn't really... They gave us like a little thing into, but not really. And it was just annoying to me to like be, it was like bait. It was like Harper kept having to get home because of X, Y, Z. I remember they told us what it was. I barely remember. It was something about like her like dad being arrested. Oh, arrested. Okay. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what's going on, but I don't care. Harper was just one of my least favorite characters. I didn't like her. She did start to gain like a, like a mother bear role towards the middle. And then by the end, I was like, okay, I guess she's all right. But I just didn't like her that much. I don't know. I thought she was a little annoying and almost like overbearing yeah I agree I think that she was super annoying at the beginning because she was like I can deal with turbulence it's uh-huh. fine I don't care if we fall out of the sky yeah unless I'm we're gonna, gonna rent crash the car. I'm fine yeah yeah and I and she's rich she was, yeah she was super annoying at the yeah. beginning and then I thought that she got more annoying because I was like why are you being like a mom yeah, and I just stop I agree I didn't like her I just feel like she didn't really hold a place in the book and maybe I'm just like not as astute of a reader as I should be to read this book because I think that each person was supposed to like show a different thing about grief and like I have no idea be like a person <laughs> like a personal what is it called when some personified version oh that's what mm, I was trying to say mm. a personified version of all of the feelings that Mira was having about grief like she needed somebody to be there as a motherly figure so maybe oh. like Harper was supposed to take okay. that role or something I'm but, so not in tune enough to get that <laughs> yeah I don't know I was just like I'm Stop just making Harper. An, I don't like you <laughs> yeah I don't like her either oh, but funny. let's move on to Brecken what did you think of him um he was also giving me annoying he was giving me jock energy he was giving yeah. me cocky I just didn't really like him until the end then I think so I was just thinking if we reread this book knowing what happens at the end I think we'd have completely different opinions about all of it actually like maybe not completely but I actually by the end I was like okay maybe he wasn't so bad all along he's just not good at expressing himself but mostly I thought he was kind of like a a dick yeah I agree I think that he was he was fine at the beginning like I thought that he was fine he was being funny and like he was being like trying 
flirty. The, like, That's fine. Yeah, like the class clown, fir- flirty, yes. jockey guy. Mm-hmm. And that was fine with me at the beginning. But I Same. did start to fall for it that he was the one causing the problems. Yeah? I did oh start to fall for it. So like halfway through the book, I was like, I hate Brecken. He's yeah, you're like, trying to him. ruin Mira's life. Yeah. yeah. But of course, like at the end of the book, when it was unveiled, like that's why I said I completely didn't see the ending coming because I thought yeah. it was Brecken the whole time. I actually maybe I have a little bit of like a hero complex for him since he did come around at the end just in time. And like, yeah, I guess he I said he killed Josh. I, yeah. As you were reading the summary, I was like, I didn't realize. I mean, I'm sure that's what it said in the book, but I just didn't realize it was that extreme. But at the end, I was like, OK, maybe he's not so bad because like he did save her. But otherwise, yeah, I agree. Wasn't yeah. my fave. I didn't like him. Yeah. Okay, with Kayla, what did you think? Okay, with Kayla, I thought she was an addict before they even told us. I was catching on. I, I didn't think, think she I was an addict. I thought she was sick. I thought she had like cancer That's or funny. something. I thought she was. I thought she was some somehow an addict or like she was in the store. I don't remember what she was trying to buy in the store, but I was like, maybe she was trying to buy cigarettes, a vape, nicotine. Maybe she's like yeah. having being sick from not having nicotine or something like that. I think I just like. I don't know. My brain was just put me there and then that ended up being correct, which I'm glad it did because that would be a bad assumption about someone if that wasn't true. Yeah. But um, she was okay. She didn't bother me. She was, you could just tell, I almost feel like the writer did a good job of making us know that she wasn't actually a bitch. She was just struggling with something. And yeah. She, I feel like the writer actually made that pretty clear, which seems like a hard thing to illustrate. But I feel like I got that. Like, I didn't actually think she was a bad person, but she definitely said some shit that was like, okay, what the fuck? <laughs> like, yeah. what the fuck, Kayla? Yeah, I think I don't that know. She's okay. My opinions of her were more like, why is she so sleepy? Like, I was yeah. so confused like, at the confused. beginning. Mm-hmm. And I was trying to figure out, I was like, well, like, is she like narcoleptic? Like, does she yeah. just fall asleep? Or they really is left she... us wondering for so long. And I was like, or is she sick? Or like, what? And like, you would hear the parts of the story where they would say like she would get better for a little bit and she would be mm-hmm. more awake but I didn't put that together with like somebody feeding her pills or her yeah. taking pills mm-hmm. I was just like oh like she's like having a second wind or like whatever yeah. but then like at the end I felt so bad for her because obviously yeah. Josh was feeding her addiction like just her. to yeah. manipulate her to hurt Mira which was awful yeah I agree I feel like she you could tell that she had like a rough past because yeah. you kept getting insight and she was also the most private. Like we did not know much about her at all and they would ask her stuff and she'd be like, like screw off. Like I'm not. Yeah, to literally. You. So I didn't hate her, but she didn't add a lot of value for me uh, till, till the end, obviously. But yeah. Yeah. And then Josh, what did you think about him at the beginning versus <laughs> like the him. end? Yeah, <laughs> of course. Like I'm sure that's what was supposed to happen. I am so predictable reader. I liked him. I thought he was nice, cute. He was giving like kind of like nerdy energy like he just yeah. likes to read his book and say poetry and like be like I don't know indie coffee shop guy is what I was getting yeah, in my literally. head I pictured him like wearing like a plaid shirt and being like having a guitar <laughs> yes so I liked him at the beginning towards the middle I was like okay now he's just annoying but him and Mira had like this connection the whole time obviously some connection but he was him and her were like confiding in each other like oh I think yeah. this is happening or that is happening so I think that made us trust him because we trusted Mira because she was the main character so I liked him for the most part but then towards the end I was just like I don't even know what to think anymore I was the book was majorly confusing like it yeah, was good it was. but I was confused a lot of the time so he was okay to me yeah I agree I like Josh at the beginning he seemed like the sweet like yeah d- like guy nice next guy. door yes. kind of vibes and then i 
I could not decide when they started fighting back and forth between mm-hmm. Brecken and Josh. Like I was like, I cannot decide who was the yep. bad guy. And I ended up thinking Agreed. that Brecken was the bad guy. I and of course actually, I was wrong. I wasn't sure. But when you say that, I do. I did think Brecken was the run that ran over the kid. Which yeah. Now I'm like, maybe it was Josh. Mm, maybe Josh it was a psycho. I don't know. But I did. I never thought Brecken was writing the letters, but I did think that he ran over the kid. And I was like, oh, Brecken's kind of sleazy. Yeah. So because he stole the gas as well. It was like his idea to steal the gas from the gas station. So I, I don't know. I was. Kind yeah, of but off. I guess you can look back at that and see that more as like a protector type thing. Like mm-hmm. he didn't want to steal the gas just to like be a Do thief. It. No. He wanted to steal the gas to help everybody get home. Yeah. Yeah. And I yeah, I don't hate Brecken. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Brecken. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, and we didn't trust you. We're going to skip the question about the man in the yellow hat. We already talked about him a lot. But what would you do if you were offered a ride with strangers? Absolutely not. I think I can genuinely say, and I know people say, like, you never know until you're in the moment. No, I would never do that. That is so I don't want to call it dumb because it was a good book and like this girl's in high school. What does she know? But like, and that is silly. situations happen in real life. They can. Yeah, that is silly. I would be sleeping at that airport or hotel until... I could leave like I just would not do that I would not put myself there it's just too risky for me yeah and especially because it was such like treacherous conditions outside yeah like even if you were with a group of safe people like it's not safe to drive in those situations yeah I would would not want to get in a car and drive in the Pennsylvania mountains no in a snowstorm okay like oh wild yeah I definitely would not take a ride from strangers either I would just chill (laughs) her moral compass wasn't strong enough no 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 she got in the car (laughs) Okay, so question. the next one is how did the anonymous letters affect the way that you read this book and who did you think was writing them? Okay, so like I said, I thought it was going to be an outsider. I don't know why. I just, for whatever reason, it wasn't connecting with me. Not the whole time. I mean, there was a point once it was like, I'm going to surprise you on the road trip, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, okay, like now I'm connecting that the stolen items and the letters are probably someone in the car, whatever. But for the mo- more of the beginning part, I thought... It was going to be someone older, actually. Like, I pictured it being an older guy, like, in their 30s or, like, someone just really creepy and with a really slimy agenda. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know why. It just, that's what was in my brain until I started to connect the dots. So, I thought it was an outsider. Um, And, yeah, that's about it. And then, by the end, um, once I started connecting the dots, I don't know if I let myself think who it was I wasn't like oh I wonder if it's Brooke and I wonder if it's so-and-so like I just literally read it so fast that I was like let's see who it is I want to know who it is yeah so I didn't really make I, any guesses I guess yeah I think that the letters like helped me be suspicious throughout yeah. the book like I think that they served their purpose in doing that and like questioning what was happening yeah and it made it more suspenseful definitely but I I thought for some reason and I feel like I'm the only person that thought this and it's a really like niche idea but I thought that the letters were from Zari her friend oh that she that's was interesting texting. And because she had said that her and her friend had a falling out and they were yeah. starting to rekindle. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay. And even as we got closer and closer to the time where the person was unveiled, I still thought it could have been her friend writing That's the letters. But her friend had hired somebody like Ooh. at the airport to follow her home. Now that like, hurt her. That would be a good second book. <laughs> I know. That's, That's what I thought was happening. But obviously it wasn't. Yeah. So... I guess as we got like closer and closer to the end when I was suspecting Brecken, I thought that like Zari had hired him okay. to hurt Mira. Yeah. Okay. That's really interesting. I will say like, I didn't make a lot of guesses, but if I were to have guessed and you would have asked me while I was reading the book, I might've said Harper. And I feel mm. like I'm, 
I don't know why, but in my brain, I'm always one to be like, okay, this is who the reader or the writer wants me to think it is. So it's not them. And yeah. I'll like go through and eliminate. And I'm like, who's the least likely person? And I'm going to pick them. And so I probably yeah. would have guessed Harper because a, a girl, you wouldn't expect, you'd expect it to be a man that's being a stalker. So I was yeah. like, okay, girl. And then I'm like, Kayla or Harper. I'm like, I don't even Kayla's know what to think sleepy. about Kayla. Like she's just, <laughs> she's not even here. So I'm like, okay, Harper could make sense. Like on the plane, she was being really curious about her life. And yeah, so that, that would have been probably what I said. I think I did think for a moment that it was Harper too, because they also said that she was journaling at the front of the car. That's true. Oh, I and didn't even I put was, that together. I was thinking like, oh, well, like maybe she's like journaling up there. But like one of the like questions was, or not one of the questions, one of the letters was written like while in the car, because they said yeah. that will surprise you on the road trip. But mm, he now was it makes sense why Josh, they're switching seats. Yeah. Josh was sitting right next to her and was like mm-hmm. writing the question or like writing the letter but I guess like Mira did take like passenger seat one time so I guess it could have been then I guess I was just thinking too like if someone was writing right next to me I'd probably glance yeah like we have to be honest with ourselves like I would definitely look yeah be like reading everything they're writing but I would have probably noticed it was like dear Mira (laughs) yeah literally if I saw my name on there yes be like what the hell okay so the last question who did the group originally suspect was stealing their belongings and how did their opinion change over the course of the book and did you agree with their suspicions oh is there a right answer or is this an opinion question um i feel like there's I a right there's, answer there's kind of a right answer so at the beginning of the book like they thought it was Brecken, they right? they thought that it was Brecken, and then they started to think that it was Kayla, Kayla because they started so to suspect secretive. that she was an addict and they're like well you're stealing our stuff to go and sell like drugs yeah. and stuff yeah I'm like where is she gonna have time and place to do that like what do you guys think that she's stuck with you yeah and then at the end I they also they suspected everybody and I yeah. guess that I kind of did fall for it like they mm-hmm. kept changing back and forth between everybody in the car and I guess I fell for it because I didn't really know like I was so confused but yeah. they did like I guess finally suspect Brecken of it and that's why they like opened all the bags and stuff and then made him open his yeah. and that's when they found Josh's book in there but I I don't know if I fully agreed with all of them because I didn't think that it was like Harper or Mira, obviously, but I, I didn't know who it could have been. I agree. I didn't really, like I said, I don't know why, but I just didn't come to a lot of conclusions. Like I just let it tell me what was going on. So I just kind of waited, but I feel like it was funny that I think it was Brecken that suggested they go through the bags because they were accusing him. And so he's like, here, I'll show you like, let's go through the bags, which is fine. But I'm like, do you think the person that's in the car stealing shit from all of you is not smart enough to like hide it? better you know somebody else just put it in the bag yeah yeah so that was a little bit silly to me and those are like the little details that I'm like okay it's a little silly but it was overall was still really captivating and yeah I just like let it take me where it wanted me to go which I usually don't do but I've never this is actually like my first no I mean I read Verity but like I don't read a lot of stuff like this so I really enjoyed the genre I will say I like it a lot me too it was really fun so we already gave you our ratings, but I yeah. do have a question at the okay. end and I am curious to see. I think that they're like, because we're not doing another book club until like January-ish, mm-hmm. January, February, I'm curious, what book are you going to read next? Oh, that's a great question. Okay. So right now, and I'm going to give you a couple answers, so feel free to give me a few if you want, but I am going to be reading, or I'm currently reading. Um, I Know Why the Caged Bird Sings by Maya Angelou. That is your wedding okay. book club for me, Angelo, yes. and Angelo's mom. I'm having a hard time with it. I was 3% in and I was already like, I don't know, because it is Maya Angelou's 
autobiography and it's written you know when she wrote it so it's a little bit older and we've personally been reading a lot of young adult stuff so the comparison is stark and I'm like I don't know it's really hard for me to get through but yeah it's fine it's good and then I'm thinking about trying to read the other Colleen Hoover books so I can give them back to you because I haven't started those yet so I have November 9 and Ugly Love and I think you told me to start with November 9 of those two yes okay i think so i have those two books so that actually might be no my next. start the opposite way start ugly with love. ugly love yeah okay so maybe ugly love and then also another book i bought recently because i heard it was good and i didn't know it was going to be so big it's like three of the book we just read stacked on top of each other it's called the nightingale are you familiar it's yeah, supposed to be I've about the holocaust it. and i've heard that it's really really good okay so i have that and then i have one more answer which is a lot but last answer is akatar are you have you gotten into this like a court of thorn, thorn and roses no. or the fourth wing i no. thought about picking them for book club but i was going to ask you to what you thought because if you like really don't want to read that genre then i won't but um i've heard really good things about both of them they are so i was texting okay i was texting a friend from high school that or i'm sorry no from third grade that she moved away in the third grade and i never like really talked to her again and then we've reconnected on social and she's so sweet and i asked her like I've never read fantasy because they're kind of fantasy. Um, like, should I read these? And she was like, yes, they're so good. And the genre that I would call these is romanticy. And I was like, yeah. oh, okay. So I hadn't heard that word before, but they're romanticy. So they're like fantasy romance novels. And I've heard they're good. So I might be dipping my toe in. We'll see. Yeah, I've heard of A Court of Thrones of Roses and everybody's mm-hmm. telling me to read it. But it's just like five books in a series and I hate that. I know. And I've heard that the first book is a little bit hard to get through and that the second book is everyone's favorite. So okay. it is a commitment. But I don't know. If you if you think you might want to try it, then maybe we could do it for a book club. But I do know it's a maybe. big book. So. Okay. What about you? Okay, so my first one, I just bought this book and I'm so excited to start it. It's called The Only One Left and Ooh. it's another thriller book, mm-hmm. but... I'm hoping to read so many books by the end of the year because yeah. like the cruise and stuff and like That's true. Kyle and I can only talk to each other for so long. Yes, <laughs> like I'm going to want to read. I saw this and I almost sent it to you and it was called like it was basically called like the post honeymoon conversation or whatever. And it was just saying how like after your honeymoon, you have literally nothing left to talk about that you just like exist next to each other. Yeah, <laughs> it's so funny. But I am so excited for this book. It is. Do you know what who Lizzie Borden is? No. Or like the name of that person? Okay. So it's a. Okay. Let me give you like the briefest overview. Okay. It was like an 1800, 1800s family murder in Falls, Fall River, Massachusetts. Lizzie Borden is suspected of killing her stepmom and her dad. Oh, my God. With an axe. It's like it's called the like. It was like an axe murder. Mm-hmm. And so this is like a Lizzie Borden-esque style book. So okay. it says it's a murder mystery horror novel. The plot concerns a woman who takes a job caring for an elderly inv- invalid, Lenora Hope, who was accused decades ago of murdering her parents and younger sister. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. And the back of the book says that like it starts in like the 1800s when the murder happened. And then in like 1923 is when like this person is caring for her. Wow. And okay. she can't speak because she's had strokes, but she starts like writing out or tapping out. Oh, it's responses. giving her a <laughs> I know. And I'm so excited Sounds to read good. it. Sounds good. Okay, and it's by it's by this guy named Riley Sager, and I've heard that his books are incredible. There's one called The House Across the Lake, which I also want to read. Oh, that's on my want to read. Maybe we should do that for a book club. Yeah, we could. But I want to read a bunch of his books, and I also the like. Let me show you the 
cover of this one. Oh, just kidding. Goodreads says, sorry, we can't find that. Oh. So that's not helpful. Rude. But I'm really excited to read this. I think it's going to be really, really good. And then I also want to read Five Survive by Holly something. Mm-hmm. Holly Jackson. I read her Good Girl's Not Guide to Murder trilogy, which was really, really good. I remember you talking about that. So I want to read this book. And then... I might read like a romance or something. I need to step away from the thriller ones eventually. (laughs) You know, we're like opposite. I'm like, I need to stop reading romance. I, um, have you seen the book on a quiet street? I've heard that's good or look closer by David Ellis. Those are two like thrillery (laughs) ones that I've heard are good. Um, Oh, I do want to read The Last Mrs. Parrish, but my my want to read list on Goodreads has 130 books on it. So uh. <laughs> it's massive. And I just every time someone recommends anything, I put it on there. And that's why it's so big. Yeah. <laughs> but I do feel like the did you say a house across the lake? Is that what it was called? Yeah. I'm pretty sure that's on mine. I was just checking to see if it was. But anyway, if you all are listening to this, like um, maybe we should make our question today on Spotify. Like, what are you reading next? Or what are you reading now? So if you guys want to swipe up and answer that, I think that would be a really good question. And also let us know if you have recommendations for our next book club, if you want to give them to us. Otherwise, we're just going to pick like we do. Yeah, I'm (laughs) doing the next one and I don't know what to do yet. So I'm open to any and all kinds of recommendations Recommendations. yeah give it to us so marissa's gonna do the next one the reason that she's doing two in a row is because the next one's not till 2024 i know absolutely insane but we're kind of switching next year so marissa will get to start and that way we will have opposite seasons which i think is fun Um, yeah so that'll be cool and i'm really excited i love it (sighs) thank you guys for listening long episode but i hope you enjoy i I say long but this is regular for us yeah it's okay Um, (laughs) i hope you guys loved watching i mean listening not youtube listening but that's all follow us on instagram at we run on coffee let us know what books you want us to read or what book you're reading because i'm very curious to know Mm -hmm. i love a recommendation we love reading here and i believe that is all so with that i'm erica and i'm marissa and we run on coffee bye bye (laughs) i'm dead